4: Hey, 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 this is Black, and you are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. So glad you choose to join us. You know, time is valuable. It's the one commodity we have that cannot be replaced. We were given a certain amount of it by God, who knows our first day and our last day. Uh, And once we spend it, it's gone. We can't get a refund on it. Uh, We can't go back and redo it. It is spent. And so, thank you for sharing this commodity called time with me. And this is what we call an hour of power, right? This is where we work on our noodle, work on our noggin. You know, we have one organ of all the organs we have in our body. Each one has a time stamp. In other words, your heart has so many beats, your lungs have so many breaths, you know, all that stuff. But, you know, our brain, Uh, has unlimited plasticity. It it never has to grow old. It never has to wear out. And this is what I want to help you develop. I want to get your noodle, your noggin going. Uh, This is all about understanding why you believe what you believe, being able to share why you believe what you believe, being able to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. In, In our world, we call that being under construction. In the corporate world, they call it Lean Manufacturing or Six Sigma, Lean Sigma. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to go into the toolbox. You know, think about this. Tools make things get done quicker, better, uh, uh, more proficiently, uh, maybe at a greater quality or quantity. See, in this journey called life, you know, it's how we spend our time equates to our life. We have many tools available to us. And the problem with tools, however, is that their power and their usefulness is increased or decreased based on the user's knowledge and skill set. You know, I've been on the radio now. This is, uh, I think, John, this is our end of our sixth year, I'm pretty sure. I think next year will be our seventh year. I feel very honored uh, to be on the radio. And for those that don't know why I get to be on the radio, I get to be on the radio because of what I've been doing Uh, next year will be 30 years which is transformational leadership training. I help people maximize the potentials they were created with. a matter of fact, um, I do my radio show out of an office that I rent from Regis. Regis buys an entire floor of an office building, and they sublease it out. Uh, And so the guy at the front desk, our community director, uh, whenever he gets time and he sees me, he says, Hey, Black, you still out there uh, saving lives? Because one day he asked me, So what is it you do like it matters, like it matters, Rayner? What is it you do? He goes, and what type of business are you in? And I tell people I'm in the people business. And that's really so important because when I was um, younger, when I was putting myself through college, uh, what I did to pay uh, for my college and pay for my bills is I worked construction. Uh, Harrington Concrete. uh, I'll never forget it. I worked concrete. Uh, and boy, I decided at a young age that I was not going to work with my body. Oh, I was wow. going to be smart enough to work with my mind because man, that's a tough thing. And in Vegas, Ouch. they have caliche, you know, you know, we have rock, but it's not raw rock. It's caliche. I mean, you got to pickaxe it. And so on, when we were doing, we, we do the concrete work. We'd, uh, dig the trenches. We'd put, uh, you know, steel in the trenches, put copper in the trenches, we'd, uh, do all that. We'd pour the concrete. We'd uh, finish it, all that stuff. Uh, that was our job. And as with any other job, there are lots of different roles in what we did. Uh, some people were equipment operators. They would do the backhoe or the, the trencher or the bobcat. Um, some people were just laborers where their whole thing was they used their back. You know, They shoveled stuff. They pickaxe stuff. They did that. That was my job. And then you had people at different levels of qualification and skill set that they would work the concrete. They would have trials. Uh, They would have people that could just do the basic trial work. But then there was people that were really, really, really good, Uh, and they would be called finishers. And they were the ones that would work on it after it's been in there for a couple hours, and they'd keep working on it every half hour, hour. They'd put that big old long tra- trawl on it, right, with that big old long extending, roll it back and forth. And their job was to smooth the concrete to get it ready because it was about setting. So the, the final, the final piece, if you will. And you know, I only was able to dig trenches. I was only able to swing a pickaxe. I was only able why? I was only that's the only tool I knew how to use. And so on our job site, though there were trowels, there were finishing equipment, there were bobcats, uh, there were trenchers, uh, there were backhoes. But depending on your availability or ability, I should say, to use certain tools dictated what you did, dictated how much you made, dictated how much sweat you did, dictated how bad your back was at the end of the day. And so you got to realize a tool is only as good as the one wielding the tool. And every single person, I don't care where you get your paycheck from, where you get your money from, every single one of us is in the people business. I don't care if you're in the service industry. I don't care if you're in the te- a teacher. I don't care if you're in the liquor industry. Uh, I don't care uh, if you're in the radio business. I'm going to tell you right now, we are all in the people business. And I, I'll never forget this. Uh, uh, you know, I think it was the 80s, the Richard Jewell thing. Remember the Atlanta Olympics? Uh, and I remember, like it was yesterday, the U.S. Today day would always, uh, at that time, I don't know if they still do. They haven't read the U.S. at a day in a decade at least, uh, but they would always have a Oh, 1986. Okay, it was in the eighties. Oh, that was in the eighties. Uh, and what would happen was they would always have a centerpiece in there. You know, whenever there's something special like the Super Bowl or Christmas. And this time it was an insert in the center. It was on the on the uh, uh, the Olympics. And I'll never forget. And here's the headline. The headline said, um, "Corporate CEOs uh, treated like rock stars in Olympic Village." I would almost bet that's a quote. Not that John's going to look at it while I'm doing my show, but I almost bet that's actually the headline. Corporate CEOs treated like rock stars in an Olympic village. I remember I was reading this article, and it had the CEO of McDonald's at the time. And I'll never forget this quote. He said, McDonald's is not in the burger and fry business. McDonald's is in the people business. We just sell burgers and fries to make a difference. That's interesting because I've also done a lot of work. In my 30 years of leadership training, I have some pretty impressive clientele. I've done a lot of work with the military, uh, law enforcement officers. Um, Coca-Cola is one of my biggest clients, Kraft Foods, Nabisco. Um, now they're called Mondelez. Uh, Mondelez. Uh, and Coca-Cola for years, probably about uh, 10 years, was my biggest client. I mean, uh, they would send me $50,000 checks. I remember Rick up in Texas, uh, he would be the one. Uh, he was the CFO, I think, um, or maybe the CEO of that uh, region, uh, and Rick would buy uh, send me fifty thousand dollar checks at the time, and that was at the time when our class was thousand dollars. Now it's two thousand dollars, and and I'll never forget uh, Doug Herndon, uh, who was the um, he was the CFO of the Mid Atlantic region. He he uh, was referred by one of the guys that went through. One time in my class, he said, "You know, Black, Coca Cola is not in the sugar water business. Coca Cola is in the people business." we just sell sugar water to make a profit and I've never forgot that because I think it was God showing me two different times that we're all in the people business you know why because when you look in the mirror you know what you see you see a people do you know who you sell to do you know who you buy from do you know who we hope is listening to this radio show to the buttons behind the scenes do you know who's on the radio right now talking to you you know what that we all have in common we're all people and see just like any other machine like this body, there, it, there's a system to it, and there are tools available. And one thing I do in my training, and people give me credit for changing their lives, and you can go to net to read about it, uh, I don't change anybody's life. What I do is I create an environment, an environment where I can pull out their toolbox, a toolbox that they've always had, and open it up and pull out the tools and then show them how to use those tools. And in the environment I create, the culture I create, and then I show them how to use the tools they were given at birth, that's what changes people's lives. And today, I'm going to open up the toolbox. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about tools of the trade. I am Black. We'll be right back.
2: Starves
6: people. Lighten up, Francis. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings,
3: followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self development gurus, but I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number
6: one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net.
0: Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or
2: with the free Odyssey app.
3: For the life of your home, visit
6: thinkami.com.
2: Did Minnesota break your furnace? Burst your pipes or fry your electrical panels. Air Mechanical's team of professionals can be your backup call. They come out right away, not in weeks. Plus, save an extra 15% off repairs when you become an Air Mechanical Total Solutions member. Stay healthy and warm this winter. Call or schedule at thinkami.com. That's thinkami.com. For the
3: life of your home, visit Think AMI.
2: Wake up with the Freedom 1570
0: Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint in a detailed yet concise manner. Sign up at Freedom1570.com. Just use the keyword subscribe.
4: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. This is where we're living life like it matters. You know what? We all have a mission in life, and that's to spend ourselves in a worthy cause. And your worthy cause is different than my worthy cause because you and I are different. We have different pasts, we have different futures, we have different gifts, different talents, we have different DNA, we have different fingerprints. We have a different gait, we have a different voice tone, blah, blah, blah. You got my point? But each one of us, our mission is to maximize the potentials that we were created with. And I love doing this radio show, but it comes from, like I said, my 30 years of experience in transformational leadership that you can read about at likeitmatters.net. And so for six years now, I've been doing this training, and I love when I hear from listeners Uh, And so I was in Arkansas three or four weeks ago, uh, and I was driving home, just uh, finished with Team 229. Uh, You know, we put in an intense weekend. We changed uh, nine lives. We were driving home, uh, five and a half hours, and I get this email on my phone from someone who's reached out to me, a listener, said, hey, I love your show, thinking about coming to Vegas, I just have a couple questions. So here I am, I'm on a five and a half hour drive, Uh, and so then I, I give the guy a call, and For the next uh, 30, 45 minutes, I don't know exactly what. I mean, he just basically sobbed, cried out to me, uh, told me about his broken life. Matter of fact, I'm working to get him on the radio with us tomorrow. So my goal is uh, that he will be actually joining us on the radio tomorrow. But uh, since that time, I talked to him that night. We talked the next day. Uh, Now, this guy is just a listener. Uh, I don't, uh, he's paid me no money. Uh, he, uh, uh, he's given me nothing. And yet I spent, uh, probably three different phone conversations with him. This guy was really hurt. was really broken. And so, uh, since then I've got him in class. He's going to go next week in in Las Vegas. Uh, and he'll be on the radio show for sure the week after that, but hopefully he'll be joining us tomorrow. Uh, and, uh, uh I've been connecting him some of the things I've been doing. So here's an email I got from him. It says, uh, hey, Scott, how are you doing? This came on Monday, I think it was. He said, I can't believe it's been just 10 days since we spoke as you drove home from Arkansas. Seems much longer. Your show today on conditioning couldn't have been more timely. Here's why. Since our phone conversation, I have tuned in every day uh, to Freedom 1570 in Minneapolis. I feel I've been, quote, programmed to hear your message on the radio. Soon after our late night conversation, you started texting me your Wave of the Warrior daily devotional, which I've been reading when I get up. Your text is set up with a different tone from my others, and the chime puts a smile on my face because it gives me something to look forward to. Today's Way of the Warrior didn't show up for whatever reason, and it made me laugh while listening to the radio today as if you were using me to prove your point about conditioning. You definitely proved it. I'm definitely under construction and being conditioned as to what is my future. Very much looking forward to Vegas. Have a great day, brother. Jim from Minneapolis. And so what you don't know is, so what I did is I gave him some hope. I put him on my list, of my Way of Warrior, and you can get on that list by going to wayofwarrior.blog. Uh, right at the front, of today's uh, entry. Go at the very bottom. On the right side, you'll see a button that says, Follow. Click that button, put your email address in there, uh, and every day, I do it seven days a week, 365 days a year, all holidays. I don't take a day off, all of it. And I give you some manna, some food from heaven Amen. so to give you some hope. Uh, and I want you to know why because, see, man is a three-part being. This is why I know you. Remember we talked about tools and toolbox. See, I know how we work. And so first of all, you got to understand, I, I can't just jump into a bobcat unless I know how to run a bobcat. You don't let a, a kid jump in a car, a 15-year-old kid, a 16-year-old kid, a 17-year-old kid jump in a car until they've had some driving experience, until they got a driver's license. You got my point?
3: Not going to do The same do that.
4: thing, yet we were all – yeah, I ain't going to do it. want to be prudent. But we're all born into this body. Here's what you got to get. Man is a threefold being. Think about this. I am a spirit. I live in a body. I possess a consciousness. See, the real me is the spirit. You know, if you look at my carbon based life form, that's not me. That's going to be worm food someday. It's my tent, it's my tabernacle. If you want to see me, you got to look in my eyes, right? Because the eyes are the window of the soul. So the real me is what you see when you look in my eyes. The real me is spirit. Now, the body is the medium by which my spirit expresses itself, and it has certain rules, it's like a vehicle. You know, if you drive a vehicle, there are certain rules. Uh, If you drive a bobcat, there are certain rules. And I possess a consciousness. And that mind has a great effect on my body. So think about this way. Plant life, right, plant life exists on a physical plane, right? They don't live on a conscious plane, right? When was the last time you saw two plants talking? And only if... You were smoking one of those plants. You got my point, right? In some of those states. I'm not sure if that's allowed in Minnesota or not. But no, normally, you don't see two plants talking, right? So plant life exists on a physical plane. Animal life is different, right? Animal life also exists on a physical plane, However, they they exist on a conscious plane, right? I talk all the time about my little kitty Susan, my little black cat. She just bleeps and blurps, and uh, she's like a C3PO cat. She doesn't meow, uh, and she's so expressive—her eyes and then her little tail. I mean, she's adorable. We, yeah, she communicates with me. Animals communicate with each other. We got a brand new little kitty. We seem to be a home for strays. They show up at our house, all potty trained, and uh, here I am. Did the agency tell you I was coming? And so we got a new cat, Freddie Waffles. That's his name. Freddie Waffles, that's what I said, Freddie Waffles. And so Freddie Waffles and Susan, they're both indoor cats and they're now become communicating and they're playing and sometimes they fight because they don't know they're playing, right? So animal life exists on a physical and a conscious plane, that's my point. However, man is a threefold being. For man, life exists on a physical, right? We have a body and there are rules, we have a mind, a brain. Uh, and it runs the body. And then we have a spiritual plane. Consider it this way. In the same degree by which the plant life is separated from the animal life by the inclusion of the consciousness, so man is separated from the animal life by inclusion of the spirit aspect of nature. Now, you got to understand this body, this, this creature called the human being, we have certain physical needs, right? Body drives biological physical needs. I have certain sociological needs, psychological needs, right? Love, security, need to be needed, right? That's Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Physiological at the bottom, safety above that, social above that, esteem above that. And then only after the necessary ones have been met, then you've got esteem and self-actualization above that. But we all have needs, and whether you realize it or not, we have deep spiritual needs. I have a need for a meaningful relationship with God. Every single human being does. No man is complete without this relationship. Man is made with a subject under emptiness without this connection, right? Remember, God created us in his image under his likeness. And so we were made in the God class. And we were made with a void to have a connection to God. Uh, And for those that can't fulfill that, that fight, they don't want to submit their will to his will, uh, this is called what psychologists call frustration, it's a basic element that creates the, all the problems within us. And so I just want you to know, this is why I approach it. This is not opinion. This is not some new age, airy fairy. There's no fairy dust coming out of vents. What I do is I create an environment, and I unlock a toolbox that you've always had, and I show you how to use the toolbox. But again, a tool is always good. Uh, as the knowledge of the person wielding it. So let me read, an, uh, this was the advertisement, software advertisement. It says, unlocking the full potential of Jira. Now, I don't know if a Jira is J-I-R-A. So here, listen to this. It says, if your company has recently invested in Alt whatever company's name, software, and your team is new to it as well, all that power and all those features can often make teams stumble. It can be quite overwhelming and hard to know how all the different possible configurations and pieces of gyro that influence each other, and changing one thing can break others. People start getting too many notifications, so they turn them off completely, and then they don't see assignments or changes, and work falls through the cracks. Before you know it, your Jira instance is disorganized and has actually made you work harder. See, you bought JIRA to make your life easier, not harder. If you want to get the best out of your JIRA license, you need training to get the most out of your investment. Not just use a quarter of the functionality. It's about discovering those features and learning how to get them working for you. Anybody get it yet? This is what I do for you. There's a company out there, I think Archer Daniels Midland, I'm not sure. Uh, It's up there in Minneapolis, maybe, or Minnesota. It said, uh, we don't make things, we make things better. That's what I do. I teach you how you work. And then I show you a toolbox. You know, over a century ago, uh, it was Emmert Wolfe wrote that a man is only as good as his tools. And it remains true to this very day. If you've ever wanted to fix something in your house and not have the right tools for the job, you know how frustrating and time-consuming that can be. But it's also true that a tool is only as good as the person using it. Anybody heard that before? If you don't know how to use the tool well, then it doesn't matter how much it costs you or how many functions the feature it has to offer. You just won't get the most out of it. So, you got to know what a tool is. So what is a tool? And no, it's not like that. Some people think that Joe Biden's a tool. Oh, yeah, but that's not the type of tool we're talking about here. Yeah, there's my rim shot. Not a tool. So a tool. Unfortunately, that's not a joke. Uh, A tool is a device or implement, especially one held in the hands, used to carry out a particular function, like a gardening tool. And implement, again, this is interesting, they always do this, especially one held in the hand as a hammer, saw, or file, for performing or facilitating, ready for this, mechanical operations. And here's another definition, any instrument of manual operation, don't you hear it, manual? That means you're doing it. And so what good is it to have all these tools? If you don't want to know these tools are available. And number two, know how to use these tools. And so for the rest of this radio show, I'm going to break down some of the tools at your disposal. And when you come to my training at likeitmatters.net, I don't give you the toolbox. You've always possessed it. I create an environment, uh, uh, a, a culture, if you will. And then I unpack the toolbox, and we use the tools in the class. So you can see the power of those tools. And so for the next two segments after the break, we're going to actually unpack that toolbox and show you what are the tools of your trade, because we're all in the people business. I'm black. We'll be right back on your deathbed. You will receive total consciousness.
1: This is a test of the emergency alert system.
2: This has been a test of the emergency alert system. This is a coordinated test of the broadcast stations in your area. We are testing equipment that can quickly warn you in the event of an emergency. If this had been an actual emergency, an official message would have followed the alert tone. This concludes the test of the emergency alert system.
5: At Salem Media Group Twin Cities, we're committed to delivering the best in talk radio programming. AM 1280, The Patriot, AM 980, The Mission, The Biz 1440,
2: and Freedom 1570. There's also our Christian Music station thefishtwincities.com we are all in the construction business constructing memories relationships new ideas and a legacy that will outlive us life is best imagined as a construction project
5: hey can we get that
2: back over here at like it matters we craft tools and teach you how to use them mr black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream one of those tools is individual life counseling the best analogy is a life caddy Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life.
4: Looks like I picked the wrong week. Quit sniffing blue. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. Just so you know, that is one of my favorite things Airplane 2. Uh, one of the Leslies. It's not the Nielsen. It's the other Leslie. But he goes through the whole thing of they're working the land, the spatial, the whole thing. He's a quit picked a bad day to quit smoking. Picked a bad day to quit taking barbiturates. Picked a bad day to quit still glued. his hair standing up and his. And that's one of our running jokes. When things aren't going well, I picked a bad day to quit sniffing glue. So we're not promoting sniffing glue. Please don't send me your emails on that. But we love to hear emails about all the impact that this radio show's having. And today, we're going to show you the toolbox. And my background is, like I said, I have a lot of disciplines. Uh, man, I love to learn. Love to learn. Uh, transactional analysis, uh, neuro-linguistic programming, multiple intelligences, logotherapy, emotional intelligence. um, You know, I mean, you name it, cognitive behavioral therapy. And I'm also a pastor. I eat scripture. I love the Word of God. First and foremost, I am a man of God. And so um, last week, or earlier this week, actually, I went into presuppositions. The show was called Do You Presuppose? And we're talking about every psychology has presuppositions built in belief systems uh, that we bring to us. And um, let me uh, share with you, this is from, uh, what is it, Metafox, NLP presuppositions the beliefs, quote, of neuro-linguistic programming. So it says here, a pragmatic NLP definition is that of a toolbox, with various models and tools from psychology, communication science, and non-scientific resources. This means that NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, is not a closed theory, but an evolving collection of techniques and methods, what we would call tools. NLP does not claim to be evidence-based, rather it focuses on the application of tools than the theory behind them. It was developed by Richard Banner and John Grinder in the 1970s, after which several other therapists and educators contributed to it. So very important. I had shared in the the show the first five presuppositions, basic presuppositions of NLP. Uh, Here are the last four. Uh, Those are standard ones. We have all the resources we need or we can create them. Resources means the internal responses and external behaviors needed to get desired results. See, ladies and gentlemen, one of the greatest tools in our toolbox, you ready for this? And you're probably not going to like it, is choice. Yeah, we got to make choices. You know, uh, we, we have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. Uh, each hour is broken down to 60 minutes. Uh, each minute is broken down to 60 seconds. Thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. Think about that. The amount of information going through our head all the time, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power and our freedom. Remember, we don't respond to things. We respond to our narrative about those things. you got to get this. There's a stimulus and a response. This is transactional analysis. But the stimulus does not dictate the response. Why? Because your mind was made to be six times faster than you can talk. See, this is I teach you how you work. And so what that means is this, uh, we go to what we know. Whenever we come upon a problem, whether you realize it or not, unconsciously, we go to our past. We go to our filing cabinets. We go to what we know. The good book puts it this way. A dog returns to his vomit, and a sow, after cleaning herself, returns to the mire. Uh, the, The proverb that says, you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. Because we go to what we know. It's the go-to move. It's, a, it's funny. People laugh about it all the time, whether you're talking about physical intimacy or when you're battling somebody or whatever. We all have this go-to move. When everything else fails, we go to this one thing. It's the base, right? So here's another presupposition NLP. The most flexible system within a system or person within a group will have the most influence. It's called requisite variety. See, the goal of NLP, get this, is to increase the variety of ways in which we can respond to a situation. You know what it gives you? Remember that word I told you? Choice. It gives you choice. And what depression is, is helpless and hopeless. And you know what helpless and hopeless is? When you have no choice. See, this is why CRT and all this, these racial programs, the are racist they're wanting to tell you there is no choice. If you're black, you're a victim, you're oppressed. If you're white, you're evil. Don't you see? It removes choice. Dr. King says, I long for the day that my four little children will live in a nation where they are not judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Dr. King was saying, I long for a day that America will judge people based on the choices that person made, not on the choices they had no control over. That's what he's talking about. How many of us ever chose the color of our skin? I'm not, oh, you're not Michael Jackson, are you? Nope, right? You didn't choose the color of your skin, how about this, that you were born with, right? How many people chose the sex they were created with? Now, you can choose a different one now, but you didn't choose how God made you. You got my point? How many of us chose what country we were born in? You see, all of these things we had no choice in. As a child, a lot of stuff happened to a lot of people. Family of origin issues. And a lot of that stuff caused a lot of trauma, a lot of drama. And what you got to realize is that a lot of those things you had no choice in you didn't get to choose where you lived. You didn't get to choose how your parents treated you. You didn't get to choose what the babysitter was doing to you. You didn't get to choose what mom's boyfriend did to you. You didn't get to choose. See, and yet those are all choices that weren't ours because we had no choice in the matter as a child. And this is why as we grow up, we need to go back and ascertain, reassert, figure out what are the belief systems I put in place to survive my childhood, or survive my past. Because everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And so you got to realize it's called requisite variety. That the element in a system with the most flexibility has the most power. That's what I show you. And we're all at choice. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. That's where choice is. And in that space is our power and our freedom. Dr. Viktor Frankl said that the father of logotherapy and Jesus Christ demonstrated it. Right? He was crucified by his creatures, by his pets. And of all the things he could have said, he said seven things on that tree of life. The first one being, Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Jesus Christ himself showed us between the stimulus and the response there's a space. And in that space is our power, is our freedom. Here's another pre uh presupposition of NLP. If something does not work, ready for this? this is profound, ready? Do something different. Yeah, whoa, shocking, right? What's Einstein, that smart guy? Remember him, that smart German guy? Remember his definition of, of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Logical. That's crazy. And a lot of crazy people out there, a lot of people doing the same thing and wondering why their life's not changing. Because they're too emotionally involved, they can't see it. That's why you gotta go to my class, two and a half day intensive, I separate you from the emotion and I allow you to logically, analytically dissect it and put it back together in the proper way. You gotta get this. If something does not work, do something different. The flip side of Einstein's coin is this. If you don't like the results, change the approach. As you change the approach, you change the results. In other words, stop it. Perfect. How about this one in NLP? There is no such thing as failure, only feedback. See, part of NLP is being able to uh, reframe things. You know, I had a traumatic childhood. We have talked about it on my show. Uh, And to this day now, I can tell you I'm thankful for my childhood. I would not want to relive it. I would not want to uh, wish it upon anybody else, although my childhood, as bad as it was, is not as bad as some people's. But for 30 years, it tormented me. For 30 years, it traumatized me. For 30 years, it made me a rageaholic where I took it out on other people because hurting people hurt people. You can ban all the guns you want, ban all the knives you want, ban all the liquid you want, ban all the cars you want, ban all that stuff. Guess what? People are still going to hurt people. Remember, we used to get stoned. Remember? No, today we do get stoned. I'm talking about we used to throw rocks at people, kill them. That's what we did. Jesus' time. That's what we did. People got stoned to death. Yeah. You know, the first uh, uh, martyr, right? Stephen. He was stoned to death. A woman caught in adultery. Stoned to death. Remember when Jesus protected the woman? So the law of Moses said that she deserves to die. And Jesus drove in the sand with his finger. Uh, he who is without sin, go ahead and cast that first stone. We we're talking about going stoner, stone her. But here's the one requirement. You have to be without sin. Because if you're going to uh, judge her for her sin, then you need to be sinless. And one at a time, starting with the oldest to the youngest, they departed. Because they knew, and none of them could cast a single stone. See, these are called presuppositions, presumptions, if you will. They're prejudice. We all have prejudice, prejudgments. We all have beliefs about what should be this or what should be that, right? And so you got to understand, these presupposition to create a worldview that is very different from what many people grow up with. And I have to really challenge your belief system because everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And beliefs are statements which we believe to be true about ourselves or our life. They can be limiting, like I'm not good enough to deserve this, so I'll fail, uh, but they can also be empowering. No matter the outcome, I'll get out of this experience wiser and stronger. Of course, no statement like this is universally or objectively true, but the impact they can have on us, our attitude and our behavior can be very real. We often hear the saying, believe you can and you're halfway there, because people who live before us experience firsthand the power of beliefs. And yet, this statement is, of course, a belief itself. And this is how we're conditioned. It's through our beliefs. And things that trigger things in another, repetition, cause, effect, trigger, anchor. This is how you work. I pull back the curtain. I pull back the veil. I show you. So one of the tools in my toolbox is NLP. And to me, NLP is the owner's manual to the human experience. In my vehicle, inside the car, I have an owner's manual. That's what NLP is. It's the owner's manual. It's the science of how the brain codes learning and experience, and this coding affects all communication behavior. It affects how you learn and how you experience the world around you. And I'm an NLP master practitioner for 30 years. In its simplest defined manner, NLP is neuro-linguistic programming. Neuro is your neurology, how we think and feel. Linguistic is the language part. Our words are programming. What we say, how we say it, and how we are influenced by it. And the programming is how we act to achieve our results. After break, though, I'm gonna to explain to you six tools uh, that are easily usable and readily available. You just didn't know it. So I'm Black. We'll be right back.
5: Always bet on Black.
6: That's likeitmatters.net.
0: Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
5: For all your electrical, Early Bird Electric is the local company you can trust. Early Bird is known as the troubleshooting experts and they specialize in old homes wiring and repair. Whole home rewires? Check. Emergency service? Check. Check. Adding an outlet so you can charge your darn iPad in the kitchen without fighting the kids? Check. Early Bird Electric does it all. And did I mention same-day service? 612, The Bird. Mention AM 1280 The Patriot, and your trip charge is free with repair purchase.
0: 612, The Bird. 612, The Bird. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like Freedom 1570 on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about
5: upcoming events, and more. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening.
2: For probably two-thirds of my
4: Well, that and a nickel get get your hot cup a jack squat. <laughs> I am Black, and you are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. And today, we are talking about tools of the trade. And by the way, today is Thursday. You know why that matters? It's because we have a bi-weekly podcast that comes out every Monday and Thursday. Uh wherever you listen to podcasts, just search "Living Life Like It Matters." And on Mondays, it's story time with Mr. Black—a great story time, a motivational story—and then some lessons, a la Aesop Aesop Fables. Uh, and then Thursday is a full show. Uh, and today's show is on uh, mass formation. Uh, you know, I break down—you know—how how we can, as a group, be mass hypnotized because something's happening in America. What we would never accept 20 years ago now is common, and things that were outlawed just a couple years ago now are allowed, Uh, and it doesn't make sense, and how can people, so I see people driving on the street with masks on in a car by themselves, I saw a lady in the pool at my gym with a mask on, people are programmed and getting 16 booster shots and getting their uh, RNA modified. People won't eat genetically modified organisms, GMO. If you buy something that says non-GMO, you know what GMO stands for? Genetically modified organism. And yet people are getting themselves genetically modified, but they won't eat something genetically modified. So it makes you kind of wonder, what the heck's going on here? It seems to be like we're hypnotized a la Joseph Goebbels. And so uh, I uh, get some information from a psychologist in Belgium. And uh, great information. It's uh, some information never been shared before. So, highly recommend listening to today's podcast uh, called Mass Formation. All you got to do is just wherever you listen to podcasts, just search Living Life Like It Matters. So, today we're unpacking the toolbox, we're showing you the tools of the trade. And so talk about one of the greatest tools I have is uh, this is why I can help people. In two and a half days, we change their lives. This is why we follow up the radio show, a daily radio show so they can keep it going, a biweekly podcast so they can keep it going, a daily way of warrior message so they get some manna from heaven to feed the spiritual side. So I'm dealing with the physiology of your body as a machine. I'm dealing with the the social mental aspect of your mind because the battle is the mind. And I also got to feed the spirit because we're a three part being. And one of my greatest tools that I help you with is I help you understand how you work. Because when you understand how you work, then you can work better. That's my background in neuro linguistic programming. See, it really is the ability to understand human patterns and to adjust those patterns so we can be as resourceful as we want to be. At its core, NLP is about goals and choice. See, remember, I keep talking about this thing called choice. We have choices. And hope is about today, and no matter how bad it is, tomorrow can be different. Well, that must also mean we got to make different choices because the definition of insanity is choosing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. It's like these inner cities, the Democrat run inner cities have been run by uh, Democrats for 50, 60, 70, 80 years, and a lot of them are, are people of color, and yet they're blaming Republicans for why their cities are falling apart, for the um, ingrained racism, prejudice, but it's, it's their own party doing it, their own people doing it, because it's called power. Votes equals power, power equals money, so votes equal money. It's, not it's getting pretty better, simple. It's yeah, because because we're illogical. And what I want you to do is to take a logical approach to this, to calculate your thinking. You and I don't need to think alike. Please hear that. It's okay to disagree. But each one of us is called to have a reason for why we believe what we believe. And if you can't tell me why you believe what you believe without using the F word or the Trump word, then you might want to consider, is that a valid belief? Is that a valid belief? Because if you can't explain why you believe what you believe without an F word or without saying Donald Trump somewhere in that statement, then it's not a legitimate reason why you believe what you believe. And you should have that reason. NLP is practical technology for the achievement of our goals and choice. It's a process to reduce everything to how do you know. It's the owner's manual to the human experience. It is not a philosophy. It's not philosophy. Stop that. It is technology. And I love this saying, and it's true, NLP only works in the presence of desire. And so what we have, I want to show you the last bit, we got a few minutes left. I want to share with you the tools that I believe that each and every one of us has. And what they are is their six words. Those six words are vision, purpose, passion, focus, commitment, and team. These are the six foundational pieces. For anything great see you got to understand the machine you got to understand that we're a three part being and you got to understand how all six of these tools work the first one's vision i have a dream don't you hear it dr king told you he had a vision he had a vision that one day that's what a, a vision is it's a dream it, it's the story i told about florence chadwick right Florence Chadwick, an American swimmer who was the first woman to cross the English Channel twice both ways. On the 4th of July, 1952, Florence, aged 34 years old, had set her goal at being the first woman to swim the 26 miles between Catalina Island and the California coastline. As she began this historical journey and had spent about 15 hours swimming, a thick, heavy fog set in. Her mother and her coach were in a boat while Florence was in the water, so to shoot sharks and to look out for her safety. After a while, things got colder, tougher, scarier, foggier. Florence began to doubt her ability, and she told her mother, who was in one of the boats, that she did not think she could make it. Her belief system had changed. Her mother and her trainer continued to encourage her to continue, but all she could see was the fog. Her vision was clouded. Her confidence was low. They urged her not to quit, but finally she did. Up until then, she had never quit. And when she got out of the water, sat in the boat, you know what she realized? That she was but a mile. One mile from the coast. She was almost there. But why did she doubt herself? Because she lacked vision. Two months later, Florence Chadwick got back in the water. To do her task once more. This time it was different. She swam from Catalina Island to the shore of California in a straight path for 26 miles. The same thick fog set in, but Florence made it because she said that while she swam, she kept a mental image of the shoreline in her mind. Florence Chadwick became the first woman to swim the Catalina Channel, eclipsing the men's record, ready for this? By two hours. Two hours. That's called vision. We need a vision. Without a vision, people perish. That's what the Bible says. Purpose. Proposito. Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again? Not a fan of Nietzsche. Hitler loved him and he hated God. But I love this saying, he who has a why can bear almost any how. That's what logotherapy is. It's about a will and a meaning. Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again? And many people go through life without a purpose. They go without a mission statement. And in my training, you will find your purpose. You will find you'll create your mission statement. You'll have a reason to get out of bed each day, to do what you do, to go home at night, go to bed, get up the next day, and do it with passion and everything God. Which brings us to the third tool, which is passion. Passion's the fuel. So many people are doing things intellectually, mentally. But you know what the power source is? It is the heart. And the greatest gap in most people's life is from the head to the heart. It's about 18 inches uh, in your body, but it is the grand chasm for most people in their life. And that's why I teach emotional intelligence. The, adult, the ultimate double helix is emotions and logic swirling together. I've got to tell you, it's powerful. The emotional use of intelligence, the intelligent use of emotions. We are emotive creatures. The shortest verse in the English Bible is Jesus wept. And Jesus wept a lot, which makes me ask you a question. As you look at this world, if you're not weeping, you're probably of the world. Because when I look at this world, I weep. I do. Commitment. Commitment is probably the most important of six because nothing happens without commitment. Commitment is when yes is your yes and your no is your no. Commitment is you're doing it because you said you would, not because it was fun. Commitment is being a person of your word, which brings us to focus. Most people are so unfocused. Shiny object, squirrel, what? 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 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day, all these distractions, iPhones screens, all this, and in 48 hours you're gonna learn in my training a state of focus that will blow your mind. I think it was Dr. Tiller at Stanford University took a 40 watt bulb, focused it, and created the laser beam 10 times more powerful than the Sun. And I'm gonna tell you right now, you have 300 trillion cells in your body. If you split one of those, then that's called fusion, and you have a nuclear bomb, and you have 300 trillion nuclear bombs. Imagine when you focus that. Which brings us to the team. No man is an island a rocking to himself. We're all part of a larger continent. People are social distancing. They're physically distancing. They don't know how to connect with people. Everybody's zooming. We've lost the ability to connect. In my class, you will learn how to connect. You will learn that no man is an island a rocking to himself. You will learn that people, people who need people are the luckiest people. Yeah, I don't sing. You got that right. But it's so true. Those are the six tools, and in my training, you live those. You wield them for two and a half days, which will seem like two weeks. Vision, purpose, passion, focus, commitment, team. Let me help you maximize the potentials you were created with. Go to likeitmatters.net. Go daily on likeitmattersradio.com. You're under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Party's over.
0: You had to split Some other time, huh? Same feeling, same place. I said
2: you're finished! Get out!
1: Hi again. This is Tim O from the Kingdom Builders. We've had a great year of helping many of you renew your roofs and or your gutters, and we just want to say thank you for allowing us the privilege of working with you. We appreciate all the kind words we hear about our crews and the detailed work they do on your home or your business. Actually, over the last couple of years, the leads we received from referrals has increased over 50%, which is quite an encouragement to us. As we look ahead to the next year, we'll continue to give thanks, and in accordance with Colossians 3.23, we'll work heartily as for the Lord and not unto men. As for referrals, if you have any friends, neighbors, or family members that need help with their roofing or gutters, feel free to shoot them our number or send their contact info to us, and we'd be happy to reach out to them and see how we might be of service. Again, our phone number at the Kingdom Builders office is 612-900-9166, or you can always check out our website at thekingdombuilders.com. May you and your families receive a special blessing through this upcoming holiday season.